Listen up, Internet geeks and biz-building warriors. This show is going to hit you between the eyes and stuff your wallet if you pay attention. It's time to step away from the keyboard and start putting some real money in the bank. Yes, I said it. Your Internet business has less to do with pushing buttons on your pretty little keyboard and a whole lot more to do with something else entirely. I'll let Jim tell you about it. I have a phone call to make. Now, here's your host, Jim Cockrum. Yeah, welcome back. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Silent Sales Machine Radio. I'm your host, Jim, and let's dive right into a topic that I've had bouncing around my brain the past couple days because it's not intuitive. It's not something that you would normally associate with success in an internet online business, but yet it is vital. I would say crucial and vital to your success in any business, including internet business, which by the way, Internet businesses operate by the same rules of business success that have always been in place. This is one of the things that I cover in what I call episode zero. If you're listening on iTunes, you may not even have heard episode zero yet. Episode zero was the initial podcast recording that I made, and I put it on silentgym.com. You can go over there and listen at your leisure or download it or check it out. It's not on iTunes, like I said, but basically I explain where my worldview comes from the foundation of all of this business advice that I give. I'm unapologetically a Christian. I use the Bible as my guidebook for life and, yes, business success. So these are principles that the Hebrews have understood for thousands of years and applied to their successful business endeavors, and I use them myself. And that's one of the principles we're going to talk about today. And just in case you find yourself saying, well, he's going to talk about the Bible now, I'm going to check out. No, you don't have to be a Christian or a Bible believer for this to be very powerful stuff. I would say test this. And if it doesn't work out, let me know. But I've never seen it not work. This is one of those strategies that if you're not using it, it will change your business very quickly. I talked a little bit about it in the first episode of this podcast, if you remember way back episode number one, where I talked about the importance of relationships. And this isn't just an obvious little lesson about relationships. Yeah, Jim, I know relationships are important. This is some very specific things that you should and could be doing that will revolutionize your business. Let me just illustrate with another story. I'm going to bring up a name that I've already brought up a couple other times. You've heard this guy's name. You may have even heard the interview that, that we did together and we went in depth, but I'm going to just point something out. I'm going to pull out a little tidbit from this great story that you may have already heard and remind you of something very powerful. Do you remember the story of Mike Brown? He's the coffee guy, the Death Wish coffee guy. His business is worth tens of millions of dollars now. He just had a little bit of money in the bank and he was failing not too long ago. But if you pull out the real heart of what happened, I'll just throw this out there too before we move forward. If you go to Pick Mike Brown, if for some reason you haven't heard the full story yet, go to pickmikebrown.com. That's the full story of what we did with his business and None of it was rocket science, guys. But if you break it down to its the most simple element involved in the entire process, it was relationships, intentional relationships. You see, the very first thing that I had Mike do, he was reading my book, and this is the advice that I gave, was he needed to contact and build a relationship with the influencers 
in his niche, the coffee niche. Who were the bloggers, the podcasters, the YouTubers, the Twitter accounts that talked about and lived and breathed coffee? And then don't build fake relationships with those people. Build very real, genuine relationships with those people. If possible, meet with them face to face even. See, those are your kind of people. You want to get to know them. And you've heard me say before, at least once if not a couple times, your capacity for success is directly tied to the number of people you could call on the phone at three o'clock in the morning and they would answer the phone and say, yes, I'm there to help you. See, you can't do that sort of thing if you only sit behind your glowing monitor and type on your keyboard. Those kind of relationships don't matter. I've actually got a blog post. We'll link to it in the show notes where we talk about the speed of relationships. Uh, I wrote it uh, not too long ago. You can go check it out. Like I said, I'll put a link in the show notes, but basically the premise is this. If you want to get from point A to point B, should you move at five miles or five kilometers per hour? Should you move at 50 miles per hour or 50 kilometers per hour? Or would you rather move at 500 miles per hour or 500 kilometers per hour? Which speed gets you there faster? Obviously, the 500 mile or 500 kilometers per hour, that gets you a whole lot faster to your destination. We can all agree on that, correct? So then it's my premise that sending someone a text or an email or an instant message online, that moves a relationship forward at five miles per hour. A phone call, I think, is about 10 times more powerful. And again, this is just basic Hebrew biblical truth here. We could go into the Bible and pull this stuff out, okay? It's in there. A phone call or verbal communication, it moves it forward slightly faster, or actually 10 times faster, in my opinion. That's not a biblical truth. That's just kind of the number I've assigned to illustrate the point I'm making. So we can either send a text or an online message or an email. Next, 10 times faster is a phone call. And then if you want to double your speed yet again, live interaction, where you're sitting in the same room with a topic being discussed, or you're just hanging out, that moves a relationship forward as fast as it can possibly be moved forward. You can't duplicate it with a Skype video chat. Let me illustrate it this way. This is something now, uh, you guys may not have realized this, but if you, if you think back to remember 9-11, many of us remember that day very, very vividly. There's actually people listening to this podcast who weren't alive yet when that happened, which is just so strange to think of because it seems like yesterday to the rest of us. But if you remember back to 9-11, and you know, when the towers fell and then the airlines shut down, how eerie was it to look in the skies and see no airplanes for a couple of weeks, wasn't it? But then some very smart people knew something that the rest of us probably didn't even think of as those stocks for the airlines began to sink, drop like a rock. I don't remember the exact numbers, but you had like United and US Air and all these different big Uh, airline stocks that were fine one day and they all dropped like 70, 80, 90% within just a few days because no one was flying anywhere. And the question we were all asking is, will it ever be safe to fly again? I should unload this stock right now. And then very few people saw the buying opportunity that was right there in front of all of us. I mean, any of us could have become millionaires in the months that followed. Any of us, if we'd have known this one simple biblical truth. And I just told you what it was. Did you catch it? If you want to move a relationship forward at the fastest speed possible, you must be in a face-to-face engagement. So many Jewish Hebrew uh, students of the Bible understood this fact and cashed in big time by buying a lot of airline stock when it was down in the toilet. You could pick up stocks for 2 and $3 dollars 
that previously had been 70, 80, or 100. And guess what those stocks did in the coming weeks and months? They bounced right back up because human nature is the same as it always has been for thousands and thousands of years. People like meeting face-to-face, and they understand that if you want things to happen very quickly, you get together face-to-face. If you want to move a relationship forward fast, the fastest way to do it is face-to-face engagement. So part of the premise of this show, and one of the reasons I did it, was to emphasize that, especially for us as online entrepreneurs, something that we so often neglect that I'm trying to teach my kids and I'm trying to build up into my own life is you need that face-to-face engagement. Ignore it at your own peril. Your business will not go as far as fast as it could or should if you're leaving that part out. If you think you can just send emails and text messages and occasional Facebook interaction and get your business to be all that it can and should be, you're wrong. One of my favorite tools right now is at, uh, I'll put it in the show notes. It's called, uh, I'm pretty sure it's called Schedule Once, I think, schedulonce.com, something like that. It'll be in the show notes. It's basically a scheduling app that ties in. And in my case, I use, uh, I use Gmail, I use Google Calendar, and I set this app up in about 10 minutes. I mean, it, it, sorry, it's a website. I went and I paid a few bucks. I can't remember how much it was. They're not a sponsor of the show or anything. This isn't, you know, I'm not doing a commercial for them. I'm just telling you about a tool I use. Schedule once, and it allows people who want to get on my calendar, which I don't give this link out to just anybody, um, but basically I've got this link I can give to anyone, and then they can go and see where the gaps are in my calendar, and they can get on the phone with me and schedule an appointment for either 15 minutes or half an hour or 45 minutes. I've got some $1,000 an hour clients. That's what they use. If uh, a family member wants to set a lunch appointment with me, I'm going to say, hey, you know what? Here's a link. This is the easiest way to do it. Go grab an hour slot on my calendar somewhere you know, so that's, I'm not talking about my kids and wife. Okay. No, they can interrupt me anytime they want to. Okay. I'm talking about like, you know, family's coming through town or something and they're going to be here for three or four days. I'm like, Hey, jump on my calendar. You see all the gaps, you know, let's get together. I can give them a link. Now they don't see everything on my calendar. They just see where the gaps are, where I'm clearly available and they can grab a spot. It's really cool. So that allows me to do face-to-face interactions very easily without going back and forth six times, trying to find something that works. And it allows me to set up phone calls with my team, which is something you, again, you may have heard me talk about this before, but it bears repeating. I don't just rely only on email to stay in communication with the people who are closest to me on my team, the people who report to me specifically. I tell them, let's get on the phone on a regular basis. And here's two power questions that you can use. Anytime you're, if you're working with people, are you trying to build a relationship with someone, especially business relationships? Two great questions that can be the theme of literally every conversation you have. You ask them these two questions, it's a great conversation. If they ask you these two questions back, now you've got a supersonic, it's almost as good as meeting in person. If you can have a phone call and you both ask each other these two questions, you might want to jot these two down. I don't know if we'll be in the show notes or not. So make a mental note here. I'll try to remember to stick them in the show notes too for you though. And I think I got these from John Maxwell. I'm pretty sure just to give credit. But the first question is, so what are you working on? That's it. As business owners, we're always working on something. We've always got a project or a book or an idea or a concept or a website or something that we're working on. So that's always a great question to ask an entrepreneur, right? So ask them that. And the other question, the follow-up is, after you've discussed that one at length, is, okay, so how can I help? What resources do I have? What ideas do I have? How can I help you with that idea? That makes for a great conversation every time. What are you working on? How can I help? So there you go. 
there's a just a load of good freebies in there for you. If you're not getting on the phone on a regular basis at a minimum and you think you're going to make your internet business work, you are mistaken. It's just a fact that your business will never move forward as quickly as it could and should if you're neglecting relationships, building genuine relationships, picking up the phone, traveling to events, which is what I want to talk about next. And this is actually an opportunity for me to brag on my wife just a little bit. And uh, also my event coordinator, her name's Ray Perry, good friend of mine, known her for a long time. So my wife, Andrea and Ray had been after me for probably six or seven years. Now this is up until about six years ago. So from about 10 or 11 years ago, up until about five years ago, let's say, my wife and Ray, my event coordinator now, uh, were after me saying, Jim, you've got to do live events. You have to do live events. You need to get your community together. You need to get all these people into a big room. Great things will happen. It'll be awesome. Let's do this. Your audience would love it. And I kept saying, no, 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 no. We are internet marketers. All we need is a keyboard and a monitor. You see, I hadn't learned the lesson that I'm teaching you guys today. I hadn't learned that yet. I hadn't dove into that biblical principle from my vantage point, that truth of how to do business the right way. Face-to-face live interaction moves relationships forward exponentially. And when it's a bunch of entrepreneurs, holy cow, look out, great stuff happens. So I was hesitating and I didn't want to do it. I'm an introvert. I'm way more comfortable sitting here looking at my microphone in an office by myself than I am standing up on stage in front of a bunch of people who are all looking at me. I'm an introvert. That's just how I am. It drains me to be in that environment. Now, I've learned to overcome my shyness. I've learned to overcome my um, it, just, just my, my backward tendencies in that environment because I know that's how I best serve is to get out there and build those relationships. So I've come a long way. But at the time, I was thinking it's not in my nature. I don't want to do this. I don't want to be on stage. I'll be so nervous. I won't, it, I won't be of any use to anybody. I don't know how to do an event why can't we all just get on a call together, you know, some kind of conference call or something if we have to? Let's use Facebook. That's good enough. That was my thought process back then. But they twisted my arm and they convinced me and they pulled me along. And the way our first live event happened was it was uh, in Orlando, Florida. My family and I were going to take about a month long trip to Florida, just, you know, rent a house like we do sometimes and just hang out and do the Disney thing and have fun and you know, relax. We rented a house that had its own little pool. So it was just a beautiful vacation we had planned. And my wife and Ray, they convinced me, Hey, while we're there, one of the weekends, let's rent a hotel. Let's just have a conference room. Let's tell everybody on the mailing list. Hey, come join us if you want. Let's charge a little money to help pay for the thing. And let's see what happens. I said, okay, we'll do it just so I can prove to you guys that no one is interested. Well, I couldn't have been more wrong. I was so very wrong. We've done this thing four times now. We're planning the fifth one right now. Every time, months in advance, it sells out in a single day because basically the listeners to this podcast show, if you're new, welcome to the audience, but those of you who've been around a while, man, you guys are ravenous about getting together. And it's not to come hear me. Trust me, that's a very little component of this. See, I have an audience of leaders. I have no need for fans and followers, and I make that very clear. I really don't have a whole lot to offer fans and followers. I could care less if you care what I had for lunch today. Like this, I'm not your guy. (laughs) There's nothing that interesting about my life that I'm going to post pictures of, Hey, this is what I had for lunch. And then 800 people click and like, and care. That's ridiculous in my vantage point. There's no one whose life is that important to me outside of my own roof 
that I care what they had for lunch today. I think it's just silliness. I don't need fans and followers and people who swoon that they might have an appearance where I, you know, I might make an appearance somewhere. No, zero use for that. But what I do love is hanging out with entrepreneurs because, man, you guys are awesome. The ideas and the problem solving and the, you know, we've seen multi-million dollar businesses pop out of these live events. If you want to keep up with what we're doing, we'll stick this one in the show notes to Jim Cockrum Events is where you can go to see what's happened recently and some of the, maybe some of the videos that you of the events in the past, see some testimonials from our events, see what's coming up next on the calendar. As I'm recording this, we got a few things coming up, but I want to make this evergreen, so I'm not going to give a bunch of details now, but just keep an eye on Jim Cockrum events or join our Facebook community. That's free too. You'll see you know what's coming up there. But the point is, we got together in Orlando that first time. We called it our CES event, which again, that's the acronym. In the Silent Sales Machine book, we explain those three business models in depth. And you've heard me talk about it on other shows. I'm not going to do it here. The C, the E, and the S, the three business models we talk about. So we just got together a couple of days and talked about that. Hundreds of people showed up. It sold out instantly. And after it was over, I surveyed the audience and I said, well, you know, now that everyone showed up, now they're going to be on to me. No one's going to be interested. This thing was a disaster. I was nervous and sweating the whole time and stammering. And I, I don't know how to organize an event. And it wasn't, it wasn't filmed very well. And the audio was a little iffy and all of that. Well, everyone loved it. Basically, we surveyed the audience after that first one. I'm just remembering it cracked me up. We surveyed an anonymous survey. We sent out to everybody and said, hey, if we do this again, would you return? And I was thinking we were going to get like 40% saying, yeah, because I thought everyone was just being nice when they showed up. We got one person that said they wouldn't want to come back. And literally everyone else, hundreds of people said, absolutely, yes, we will be back. Tell us the date now. We're coming. Well, and we've basically got that same response every time now. Like I said, as I'm recording this, we're going to be planning our fifth one. Um, but Jim Cochran events has it all on there. And again, it's, I say all the time to my team and to the, the people in this community, if it ever becomes the gym show, just turn off the lights. That's silliness because entrepreneurs are leaders. I want a community of leaders. I go to these things to learn guys. I've got something I can learn from, you know, I'm shocked at the people who've been in our community for two weeks and they make an observation that make those of us who have been doing it for 15 years go, wait, what? You can do what on Amazon? I did. I, you can do what with eBay? I've never heard. That's beautiful. Here they come in two, two weeks into this thing and they're finding stuff that we don't even know about. And I've got to stay humble enough that I'm always willing to learn, to raise my hand and ask a question. So this isn't about me knowing all the answers or my leadership team. Yeah, we've been doing it a while. Yeah, we've got some wisdom and instincts that a lot of people lack. We've helped a lot of people build some cool businesses. But man, we love the newbies because they come in with no bad assumptions. They're not jaded. They haven't turned off parts of their brain that allow them to make observations that the rest of us gave up on a long time ago. So you get all those people in a room and get them discussing ideas and kicking around. Wow, it's powerful stuff. And all these success stories from our community. So live events, if you're not in the habit of going to them, I'm not saying you have to come to mine. But you need to find some live events, engage with others locally. Allow me to brag about my uh, 17-year-old. He just turned 17. My son, Trey, he's got his own photography business. He doesn't yet have his license to the point where he can drive to his own gigs. So he's shooting weddings, taking Uber and driving to his weddings. You may have heard me talk about him before. But one of the things that has helped him build his business to the point where he's got a local Facebook community that's just got hundreds of local photographers and he's the guy running it. 
They do meetups. And he met with someone just today. He had an Uber come by the house. He said, hey, dad, I'm going to an Uber meeting. Now we homeschool. So he's got a very flexible schedule and he can work his business into a schedule. And he's putting money in the bank while he's schooling. But he went and met somebody that he'd met. And it's a videographer for weddings and they're meeting and they're building a relationship. They're going to be doing some gigs together. So here he is building a business, putting money in the bank before he's even out of high school, building an internet business. But he understands the power of live face-to-face relationships. He understands that's such a powerful thing. So he's building relationships with venue owners. He's going out, taking pictures of their place, getting to know them, meeting them, shaking their hand, looking them in the eye. He understands the power of these things. Just because we live in the internet age doesn't mean you can ignore these things. If anything, it means those of us who take the time to actually take that step and get to know people, you know, that's the step that Mike Brown took earlier on. I started to tell you about Mike. He contacted those people and he didn't just send them an email. He sent them care packages and he called them and he followed up with them and he started building genuine relationships with the influencers in his niche. Not doing it out of selfish gain. He had something to offer them as well. He believed in his product and he sent them samples. He followed up. He supported them online. You know, here's a power tip, you guys. You know, I I can say this from a place of experience. I don't care how big, how famous you get, how recognized you become. It doesn't matter. I mean, unless you're someone who's so full of themselves, they're useless. You know, I'm not talking about these rock stars and pop stars and, you know, the Justin Bieber types. You know, I'm sure they get compliments and it rolls right off them like water off a duck's back. They don't even notice them anymore because they think they've earned it and they deserve it somehow. Nothing against Justin. Hope he grows up someday. But the rest of us who haven't been so jaded by the praise, every single little compliment or supportive remark means the world to us. I, you know, I've got 500 plus reviews on my book, Silent Sales Machine, right? If you go to amazon.com, you can read the hundreds of five-star reviews. Every time one pops in, bam, I'm on top of it. Oh, look what that guy said. That's awesome. Now I don't live and die by the reviews. Not everybody loves me. That's fine. I can live with that. We get those one-star reviews and we laugh them off. And sometimes there's actually some good content in there and we can learn and improve. But what I'm saying is every time someone compliments me, I notice. Every time someone supports me online, I notice. I, that's a big deal to me. So here's the tip. And I've got a big audience now. It hasn't always been big, but it's big and it's growing. It, you know, thousands of people around the world. You'd think maybe by now I'd be like, ah, yeah, another compliment. Who cares? You know, we got lots of compliments. No, it, I'm, it's not like that for me. Not at all. It's a really big deal when someone supports us. So my point is this. If there's someone whose attention you're trying to get and you think they're awesome, tell them they're awesome. Get out there. Advocate for them. Comment on their blog post retweet what they share. It doesn't lower your stock to raise someone else's ever. So do it. Why not? Get out there, read their stuff. Come comment on a blog post they wrote three months ago and say, wow, I just read this. How did I miss it? This is great stuff. Thank you so much. I would love to talk with you about this concept sometime. Give them your email address, post it out there for the world to see. You will be shocked if you are supportive of someone who, and I call these people the gatekeepers. You may have heard me talk about the gatekeepers. If you haven't read Silent Sales Machine yet, I talk about it in there or the the 101 free marketing book. That's another one that um, we need to put in the show notes. You've seen it in the show notes for other episodes. Um, That's the book I didn't make a dime on that turned into be a a bestseller. Uh, We donated it all to a just a beautiful mission in Detroit, a friend of mine, Kevin. 
Um, but that book goes in depth on the concept of gatekeepers. That's the book that Mike Brown read, by the way, that gave him the idea for launching his coffee business into the stratosphere. But gatekeepers, those are the people who have the audience you wish you had. And if you want to get their attention, support them online. Give them praise where praise is due. Compliment them. If someone comes against them and says that they're full of crap, well, you stand up and go, no, I know this guy, actually. He's legit. He's helped me a ton. You know, defend them publicly. That gets noticed. No matter how big they are, that stuff gets noticed. That's how you build genuine relationships online. And pretty soon you'll find yourself on the phone with that person. And pretty soon you'll find yourself at a live event with that person sitting down for a cup of coffee and having a conversation, launching a whole new incredible business together, bringing your assets and combining them with their assets. I will never get my business to the point where I just don't need other people. And if that's your goal, shame on you because your business will never get there either. You'll be a miserable, horrible person if you make that your goal. Your business will be exponentially more powerful the more people you include and involve in leading your business and growing it and driving it forward. You've all heard of the synergy concept, right? We're all familiar with it. One plus one equals three. You know, if I add in your efforts on top of my efforts, it doesn't double what we would have had. It multiplies it by a factor of five or 10. The synergy effect is a very real thing. So the faster you can move relationships forward, getting on the phone with people, meeting with them face to face, the better. Now, one of the things we do in our Facebook group that's very unique, and this is totally free. We pay every month. I don't remember what we pay. We're paying 50 or hundred bucks a month for this map software. It's a really cool online map program where everyone in our community and our My Silent Team Facebook community, again, that's free. Jump over there and join us. All you got to do is be a part of Facebook and join this group. But right up at the top, as I'm recording this, it's our pinned post is what we call our world map. And anybody in the world, we've got enough people listening now, enough people in our community, anyone in the world can drop a little pin on our map with their first name and their face. Now it's very secure. It's very, we don't want any ID theft or anything. No one puts their email address in there. No one puts their actual physical address of their house. You just stick a little pin in the map near the city where you live. And you can see the first name and the faces of those people who live near you. Then you can search our community for those people, right? So you go into our Facebook group and you go, oh, there's a Fred who looks like, um, you know, name that person, Tom Hanks. His name's Fred and he looks like Tom Hanks, kind of. So I'm going to scroll through all the members of the My Silent Team community, look for all the Freds and look for that one guy that looks like Tom Hanks. Oh, there he is. Yeah, he does live in my city. Then you can private message him. See how that works? So no one's getting any their ID stolen. No one's able to mass blast a bunch of uh, advertisements out to our whole community because it literally has to be done one at a time. But now that we've got thousands of pins stuck in our map, you can find the people in our community that happen to live near you and you can do the stuff I'm talking about right now. You can get in your car and drive or take a bus or a train or how, whatever you want to do and walk and see people who live near you and you can hang out together and you can talk about internet business face to face with other people. You need this. You need to do this. If you're not doing it, I promise your business is not moving forward as fast as it could and should be. If the only face to face people you have in your lives are people who don't understand internet marketing or worse yet, they think it's a stupid idea. You're dragging balls and chains around that you need some help carrying. I'm not saying get rid of those people out of your life. I am saying you need to convince them that this is legitimate. And we hear this all the time from people. Yeah, my spouse, man, they just didn't quite get it. And, and sometimes they're right. That you listen to your spouse, especially guys. Dude, if your wife just has a feeling about something, dude, trust, trust it, <laughs> trust it. Man, some of those feelings my wife has, has kept me out of a lot of disasters. 
she'll have a feeling about somebody that I think, yeah, this is a great guy. I'm going to partner up with him. And, and Andrea has a feeling about him. So I'm like, ah, okay, we'll move slow. And sure enough, the guy's a flake. Like, how did you know that? She doesn't know how she knows. She just knows. So quite often they're very, very right. And I'm fortunate. My wife has always been a big cheerleader in my internet business, but we're not all, all blessed with that. So Maybe you need to spend some time talking business with other people who get it, who have that vision. So you can come back and lovingly convince your spouse, hey, look, there's some other people doing this. Here's the things they're doing. I'm part of a community that's doing exciting things. One of the things we like to do at our live events, at the CES events, again, the, the JimCockramEvents.com stuff that we do, my wife has actually led some breakout sessions because she is very much, and we'll get her on the show sometime. I've had some of you say, um, by the way, that you guys want to hear from my family and our, my kid, maybe, and, you know, just have some other folks, some guests. If you want to suggest guests, by the way, you have some topics or guests, go to silentgym.com and let us know who you want to hear from and we'll do our best to work them in. Um, but one of the things we like to do at our live events is have Andrea do a breakout session for all the spouses of us crazy entrepreneurs. Not everyone thinks like us. Not everyone walks through uh, a business and sees ways to improve the business and market better and make more profit. And I wonder if I could use this idea. Not all of us wake up in the morning with six business ideas before we eat breakfast. You know, that we're not all like that. It's, I, it's strange, right? Not everybody thinks like us. That's so weird, but they don't. My wife definitely doesn't. She's an artist. Now, as I'm recording this, she's painting in her studio and to talk business puts her to sleep fast, but she's my biggest cheerleader and she's my number one advisor. She sees things I don't see which is a beautiful mix. And some couples are married to an entrepreneur and that works beautifully as well. Some of my favorite people in our, in our group, in our community are spouses who are doing this full speed ahead together. But I'm doing great with a wife who says, you know what, that's your thing. I support you. I believe you. I'll use my instincts when you ask, but you do your thing. That's working very well for us too. So everything in between is a possibility. But that breakout session is some of the highest reviewed content we do at our live events because it's just spouses of entrepreneurs talking about how crazy we are and how to deal with us basically. <laughs> so, uh, they have a great time of it, but trust the instincts of your spouse. Um, you know, it, and this leads me to one of the more common questions we get. This is just bonus. Okay. This wasn't on my list, but this just popped in my head. I think you guys will appreciate that, that appreciate this little topic. At what point do you go full time? If you're an internet entrepreneur and you're starting to make some money, what, at what point do you go full time and say, you know what, I'm leaving behind my last J-O-B and I'm going all in hundred percent. I'm going to build this internet business. At what point do you make that leap? Well, it's not about what you're comfortable with. If you're married, it's about what your spouse is comfortable with, right? You have a conversation with them and you say, how much money do we need to have in the bank? At what point do we need to be financially where you'd be comfortable with me making the leap? You know, give it, let's get a number. What's our monthly budget? It's X. So how many months do we need to have in the bank before you're comfortable with me making this leap? They may say six months. They may say a year. They may say more. You need to respect it. It's a conversation that needs to happen. So it's different for every couple because the last thing you want to do is be trying to operate from a place of panic where you know your spouse is uncomfortable and you've put them in an uncomfortable position while you try to prove this thing. That's rough. That's a very rough place to be. So just a little freebie for you. That's how I process that question. When people ask me that, when do I go full time? It's like, if you're married, it's about how comfortable your spouse is with what you guys have in reserve. Well, hopefully you're convinced now that relationships matter, that getting on the phone matters, that going to live events really matters. You can move your business forward so much faster. If you go to live events, it is worth the investment. 
It's a true, I don't know if you went to summer camp as a kid or not, but the closest thing I can compare the live event experience to, and, and now, now hear me, I'm an introvert. I would rather stay home. I know about half of you listening. Actually, it's more like about 65, 70% of you listening are extroverts. So when I say, let's get everyone together, you guys go, yeah, of course. Why wouldn't we? That's an awesome idea. Well, among the internet marketing community, I think there's a lot more introverts in this. Just because the very nature of this business is we'd rather be at home, leave us alone. I'm going to sit down on my keyboard and work now. There's probably a lot more of us like that listening to this than there are the the typical split out in the real world is it's about 70, 30, I think 30% introverts. I think in the internet marketing, internet business world, those of us who are running our own businesses, it's probably closer to 50, 50. Um, if not even more of us are introverts. Okay. But the thing that we have to realize is the thing that we have to get past is it, this is a necessary component of our business growth. And I'd love for you to prove me wrong and take this little challenge attend a live event with other internet entrepreneurs, maybe mine, maybe someone else's. And just tell me if it doesn't duplicate, if you ever went to summer camp as a kid, you come home with that. Wow. I can't believe that's over already. That was so awesome. I want it to always be like that. You know, that's the feeling you have after these live events. And you can actually on the, on the wrong side of the bell curve with this whole conversation, you can become a conference junkie. I've seen that happen too. These people every weekend, they're at a different conference. And by the way, those speakers who are at every conference, like, wow, does that person ever go home? They speak at every event. Those aren't the speakers that we have on stage at our event. Professional speakers who have a book to sell and they say the same thing every time they're on stage, every place they go, and it's just their professional event speakers. I, those people don't do anything for me. It just, like, I know you're good at selling books and I know you're good at speaking on stage, but I want to hang out with other people who are doing what I do. I want to hang out with other people who are building businesses in creative ways using the latest ideas. So typically the speakers at our events are people from our community. They've never spoke on stage before in many cases, or if they have, the only stage they've ever spoke on was ours last year. And we're getting an update now. You know, people who have gone from $400 in the bank to an eight figure Amazon business. That's Brett. He spends a lot of time on stage. Like, how are you doing that? What are you doing? Teach us. You know, he's not a professional speaker. He doesn't have a book. He's just a guy who knows what he's doing and he's built an incredible business. And I've made him a business partner now. He's, he's agreed to partner up with me. We create all kinds of great content together. It's not about him selling books or being a professional speaker. The only events he does are ours. Same with me. I turn down events all the time. So ours is a little different than some of the others you might go to. Some of the internet marketing events you'll go to, it's going to be kind of impersonal. It's going to be a pitch fest, meaning there's going to be something for sale after every speaker. You want to avoid those. But what you don't want to avoid is getting together with other entrepreneurs who know what they're talking about, who are building a business, failing forward, doing the business models that we talk about in our community. They're doing either the C, the E, or the S. And if you don't know what those are, it means you haven't read The Silent Sales Machine yet. Go grab two free chapters at silentsalesmachine.com. I think you might want to drop a few bucks and buy the full book once you check out the two free chapters. It's the whole premise of this entire community, this podcast. Everything we've grown has come out of that. Okay, so if you haven't done that yet, need to do your homework and at least check out those two free chapters at silentsalesmachine.com. Well, I'm going to wrap this episode up little shorter than the average episode, but hey, I don't have to worry about how long or short these are. You guys have told me you don't care. I'm just going to share the ideas that are on my heart, 
that I think can make a huge difference in your business, I would love to hear your feedback. Hey, if you could do me a little favor, maybe you're listening to this show on something besides iTunes, which I know iTunes is very inconvenient for, especially for those of us with like an Android device or something. But if you'd get on any desktop computer, download the free iTunes, jump over to Silent Sales Machine Radio and subscribe. That would help me out a ton because we're measured in our ability to attract subscribers. Okay. So that would help me a ton and leave a review while you're there. Why not? How about five stars? If you like it, appreciate that very, very much. Well, Hey, been a pleasure spending a little bit of time with you, even virtually today. I would love to meet you at a live event sometime. Come up and say, Hey, if we're ever at the same place at the same time, introduce yourself, shake hands, tell me what you think. If you want to leave us some show feedback again, silentgym.com. You can leave us your feedback there. Suggestions would love to hear from you. But until we meet again next time, this is Jim signing off. It is truly an honor to be a small part of your business success. I can't wait to serve you again with another episode. God bless you. Keep plowing forward. Keep plowing forward.